Welcome to From the Grandstands, our new podcast with me, Daniel, as a host. Uh, I'm joined today by Torben and Oddly, or Oldie, did they mispronounce that? It's Oddly. Hello, guys. How are you? Okay. Hello. Uh, we will talk basically about anything that is Formula One related, but uh, for today, uh, we will just focus on the most recent things with nine days to go to the testing and also 37 more days to lights out in Australia. The teams are starting to tease us a little and we are just getting ready, getting hyped. Engines are starting to roar and we are just getting ready as, as everyone around is. So. So I think that uh, it would be good to start with uh, Haas livery uh, reveal. It was revealed, uh, if, rec- if I recall correctly, it was revealed two days ago. And I mean, it's nice, it's black and gold. What do you think of it? Uh, I think I, it's like people have uh, to the JPS Lotus livery, if you remember those. Uh, but. I think it's a bit lacking because uh, they were the these uh, uh, gold and black colors, and when we see the colors itself, they are basically black. The only uh, gold we see so far it's only from the rich livery color. So I don't know. I I, I like it, but could have done more with the gold. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Um, for me, it's just like missing the little bit like the Lotus from 2012 or something. Um, it doesn't have anything inventive. It's just basically they exchanged their red and their gray, if I'm not mistaken, with black. And yeah, the rest is just gold stripes. Mm, it doesn't have the character for me, and yeah, I don't like it very much. Yeah, for me it is like, uh, you know, I, I'm getting this Lotus vibes as well, but I kind of expected something more, because it's, I don't know, it's it's very dull for me. It's lacking that, that personality, it was like, uh, Hey Lotus, can I copy your homework? Yeah, sure. Just lo- just change it a little so, so nobody would notice. And it's basically like that. It lacks that personality. It's I don't know. It looks nice, uh, black and gold. Of course, it it fits well. But it's it's nothing special really. I I expected something more because well, I I had that Lotus vibes. Mm, for me, something also. Um, yeah, it's just like, it isn't like the car itself, um, looks bad from the sponsor's perspective, but, um, yeah, the sponsors just don't stick out for me. So I don't know what's the point just because they have a mysterious energy drink brand on the car. That doesn't mean that the other sponsors are, um, yeah, non-existing anymore. So... I don't like that they're in the background that much. For me, I, you compare it to the other uh, black and gold livery that a 
of the past and the present currently. Uh, Lotus or JP some decades before. And then what I see on social media, especially Twitter, uh, the Astichita from Formula kind of make, uh, I, I wouldn't call it, like, this is a, a more of a call out, like, they calling, they're calling out pass for gold cop copying their uh, black and gold, as well as the car team uh, Arrow Motorsport. It's like when, but if you see uh, uh, when you see the Estaquitas black and gold color, it looks so well. They made it perfect. Like they made it black and gold complement in, in with with each other. But with Haas, I felt like. They're tacking on the gold, like, and I thought the black is the primary color, not the black and gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you touched uh, later. You, you touched upon uh, that mysterious uh, rich energy drink band uh, brand, and well, I have to admit they they have like that. Uh, premium thing going on and they are trying to compete with, with some brands like Red Bull and Monster and it's just we, we don't see them like anywhere it's just they came they they, they put the money on the table uh, made livery in their colors but w what's next I, I just don't see that brand coming anywhere hmm I could see them pull out mid-season if Hast isn't delivering so yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why it has entered the first place. Um, and for me, what I looked up, they don't have the money um, for sponsoring a team for over a year or something. So, yeah, they made the attempt to buy First India, I remember, but um, I still haven't figured out where is the money for that. And so... Uh... Oh, sorry. So, uh, oh, looking at, oh, yeah. So, looking at the uh, some stories about William uh, Story, the guy who actually, uh, oh, gee, like it's so vague. Like, I I get that I can find him here and there. Looking at his profile as a whole, it's so vague. I I don't know what, what other words to name him. Like the whole brand, it's so vague. It's so under the table. Yeah, they, yeah, have they, they have they have like this brands on. They have like this premium energy drink going on. Like they have some some pretty high prices, if I recall correctly, and. Well, the brand just, just fits it. That whole rich energy name, it, it's just... But, but once again, they just lack that, that visibility. So I just looked up um, on Formula1.de. Um, so when Steiner was talking about the sponsorship of rich energy, he didn't say um, how much money they give them exactly. So yeah that just basically confirms that it's very vague um yeah so rich energy i wouldn't call it a scam though it's just basically 
um, a niche product for me, which, yeah, I can't, um, yeah, I can't really like it. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's weird. Talking about back, uh, a bit talking about back to the uh, livery as a whole, black and gold and then white, but then you see peaks like has been rich, uh, has a partner since last year, but it's so tacked on. The logo is that has the other color than the primary black and gold, and it looks so tacked on. It looks so out of place. If they have put black and white or black and gold, I would be fine with it. Like, But it's this white and blue color, so it's so within a sea of black and gold. And well, uh, with the, the, the sponsorship and acquiring the, the name of, of, of the team, it also comes that they have really high ambitions. They, they are looking to, to be in the top one uh, by the end of the season. And well, you know, you could say that Haas has a really good history uh, or just recent season. Uh, we all remember that uh, 2018 Australia, they were really strong in the beginning, but I, I don't see that coming. I don't see them just pushing through and uh, making it to the top. I, I just don't don't, don't see this, uh, especially because it is kind of like uh, Ferrari works team, so, but, but not quite. They just have the engines and, and lots of uh, well, body work done by them. Mm, yeah, so so after having a look at the rear ring, um, the peak logo just, I don't know, sticks out like a Christmas tree. Um, yeah, and overall, I feel like Jack and Jones on the halo and Richard Mill on the side ports, or um, no, not side ports, um, the thing before the cockpit on the side, um, it just all feels just like... It doesn't fit together first. And rich energy on the fin, yeah, I don't know. Especially like, yeah, I don't know, because with the shadowing um, of the car, the rich energy just doesn't look right um, on the fin. Mm, yeah, it's it's too much rich energy and too little other stuff, you know. So uh, I've done a bit digging and talking about how many, uh, how Rich Energy might get their money, money's worth. Uh, Formula One team that uh, David Sullivan, he is uh, one of the owners of a Premier League football team, you know. And uh, within uh, this is a LinkedIn article and back. That David Sullivan is investing in rich energy, and he is considered one of the most richest person currently in England. I believe his net worth as of 2016 is one billion pounds. So yeah, that's I, where I, the money I guess came from. Happening, really. it's, yeah, it's... I, I guess that's where the money came from. Various uh, investors. 
talking as their product as a whole, when they're talking about trying to compete with uh, Red Bull, it'll be interesting when you think about and they're already all over the globe, so uh, it's like it's David, but David David is going to lose either way. Yeah, especially because we don't know if the Haas will deliver uh, this year. Well, the, the the whole thing in this season is is just because the the grid in this year and the just the lineup changes and uh, internal staff changes in in the in the teams in general. It's just so 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 silly. We we just had uh, an amazing 2018 season, but this year is going to be much more exciting because. Well, we got people that are new, people that are returning, uh, changes on the grid. Well, Honda engines being a, a massive, like, we don't know if they will deliver. And I I don't think so. They will be better, but I I don't think that uh, a Red Bull is ready for them yet. Hmm. Yeah, like... Uh... Uh, I mean, talking about livery reveal that uh, that uh, the teams has this the, the next week, like the next week will be delivery. Almost all of the teams that uh, is in F one are going to reveal their either their car or their their uh, next week, but has taking the step up and actually uh, go further in the 7th of February. Like, they're clearly excited about, uh, they're clearly confident about their uh, car that they with before any of these teams. So again, it'll be interesting to see how the season goes uh, with team changes the whole area as a whole, and then going to 2019. Yeah, and uh, well, you just uh, summed it up pretty well because they are they seem so confident, and I don't know. I, I'm just saying it's McLaren all over again uh, in in previous years, but they are clearly better than McLaren, uh, so I'm not that much afraid of of their performance, but. Yep, speaking of McLaren, they have been pretty quiet this winter, as almost never. They just shouted in the previous years, oh, we are best, we are best, uh, and we will be better, we are getting better, and so on, and our car is the, like so, so much better than last year. And yeah, that Alonso was hyping up uh, in Australia, now we can fight, we will remember that, it was... <laughs> it's a lie, unfortunately. Uh, a very bad memory for them, really. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, they have been pretty quiet in this winter. We don't see Definitely them. Pretty we quiet. don't hear uh, a match of the, about them. And it's like, I don't know, maybe they're finally making that long-term investment with two rookie drivers. Well, Sort of rookie because I just don't like science as a whole, but okay, I will leave. I that. mean, like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's okay. Like, I think that I think they're gambling, so 
Twitter lineup. Uh, Lando Norris, he was expected to win F2, the F2 championship last year, but Russell came out of nowhere and then Albon starts to, uh, starts to uh, very much going. So and when, and when that happened, Norris was sort of left behind. Uh, so Norris and Sainz be a good pairing, but who knows what part they'll presented they'll be presented with. Last year's McLaren, they were good in Australia, but after that they were nowhere. Even Toro Rosso got lucky and got fourth. That's higher than in 2017 or 2018. So Again, it'll be interesting to see how McLaren and Reynolds will go there. It's interest. It's funny as well to see they they after Alonso left, their PR machine, so to speak, they've been there. Yeah, with with all that stuff, uh, changes and 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 things like that, but I don't know. I I think that uh, London Norris is decent, but. I, I just don't have that that same hope for for science. He's good, I I'll, I'll admit that, but he's not as good as people think he is because he is overrated in my opinion. Uh, but I don't know. It all comes down to the car, and I think it's pretty optimistic that we don't hear uh, from them anything. It thing well, it may mean two things. It's either terribly bad or it's either going in the right direction, but it's not there. And I think that they are making uh, that long-term investment in the future. Well, I know this might make me unpopular, but um, I think that Fernando's gun plays into McLaren's hands. So, so we can surely say Norris won't be the next Van Dorn getting 21 to 0. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and just Van Dorn lost terribly like- because of that. He's now in, in Formula A and he's doing pretty decent. Uh, well, if, if uh, he's not crashing in. The car doesn't crash. He's doing, he's doing pretty good when the car doesn't fail. Yeah. He's, so that's, that's that. And. This I think a lot of people would agree with me, but some that defend defend Alonso but might not agree with me that Alonso leaving McLaren and staying sti- silent after everything is a good thing because 2017 and 2018, but in a meme sense, like in the meme sense, he was a gold mine. The things that he said, the things that he produced amazing but I don't know I don't like his attitude uh, during the end of Makanda and then the let's see it's like McLaren is playing to Alonso's chagrin to playing to Alonso's like wish it's so jarring to see it's so bad to see and I don't know it's like I'm happy to see him like and goes away like they'll be remembered but considering re- recent events I'm happy to see him at least stay away from that one 
Yeah, but you have to see it from McLaren's perspective. Um, we know, we we all inside know that Alonso was more harmful for McLaren Honda than we all expected to be because now he destroyed the indie project with them and. Yeah, from McLaren's perspective, they didn't have another choice in 2015. So, yeah, they had Button, but he was coming to his end. And, yeah, that was pretty obvious. But who was there in 2015? They, I don't know, they could have snitched up. Um, now, Kviat was demoted in early 2016. So, I think they really had no other option for um, a good team leader or for two consistent drivers um, who are actually good. But um, Honda didn't deliver. Um, McLaren didn't deliver to some extent. And uh, Nando, yeah, obviously <laughs> gave the final blow. But the difference um, from Alonso to Button is pretty much that, yeah, Button didn't say, yeah, Honda, Honda sucks and we hate them. He was more like, yeah, they're doing a good job. So basically, they had like a Stroll Sirotkin thing going on. Like, Stroll was always hating on Williams this year, and Sirotkin was like, we make good progress. So, yeah, Button, Button does still have a fine um, relationship with Honda. Um, they're doing Super GT together, and Button actually won the, I guess it was the 500 class. And yeah, so Nando, yeah, at the end he was more of a comedy figure. So I, I think Italy was um, pretty obvious. So after he tried to dive down Magnussen's outside in the first corner um, in qualifying, he wasn't taking it very serious anymore. And for me, it was pretty obvious that he was gone after 2018. Yeah, now he's he forced McLaren into a position um, which is pretty precarious. So they have to take signs um, because is there another option? Yeah, sure, they could take an Ericsson, but is he really that good for McLaren? I don't think so. Yeah, he brings money and pushes their development, but it doesn't make any sense to take a pay driver who maybe is one of the worst on the grid and yeah they needed a guy with experience mm, for me they had the choice between ericsson and science they took science which was the right choice but um i think they shouldn't have done van dorn even though he was pretty bad in 2018 i have to admit um i like the guy though um he is yeah a good racing driver he just wasn't able to show it against it one against one of the best of all time so i sh i guess they should have um been more cautious um when they chose their 2018 uh, 2019 lineup i still think that will mclaren will go backwards and yeah even an improved Renault engine couldn't not save them so because the error was pretty shit and we all know mclaren always went backwards after 2014 or 2013 even yeah i guess we will see them in last place um 
next year or this year. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much possible. And like you, you talk about you talked about Nando, uh, that that he was a difficult person and a Horner uh, touched on that uh, when 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 uh, the the whole Ricardo uh, changed to to Renault thing just blew up uh, the driver market and. Well, he said that Fernando is very difficult to work with, and we've seen that in McLaren because he just—I I don't know—that the whole team was Fernando-oriented, if I can say that. They just had him in in the middle, and he was their star, their the best driver, and like you know, so, sometimes it works out like uh, in in Schumacher's way. Uh, that that's possible. But you know, it when it comes to McLaren, they just were pretty downfalling. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? Will Sainz actually have um, a dominant um, face like Nando did against Vendorn, or will Norris step up and be a worthy teammate to Sainz? Eh, who knows? So uh, let's talk about the closest uh, uh, testing uh, reveals for next week. Uh, wait a second, if I want to check, that uh, is going to be uh, Williams and Russell. Oh, so I had originally thought Racing Point was going to be in the, in the eleven. So classic that. So let's talk about this. Williams and Toro Rosso. Williams is going to be interesting because they lost Martini. They lost their main sponsor. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but are they know, going but... to go back? Like, are they going back to essentially blue and white before 2014? Essentially. Well, well, I think so because Orlen is just uh, blue or or red. Uh, I I have the deep knowledge about that because I live in Poland, obviously. Uh, so. Well, I think that, that they could go for it, like the white, blue, and, and red accents, or, or just pure black and uh, white and blue. Sorry. It, it would be nice because, well, they had pretty similar livery uh, throughout the years, so. Um, so, Toroso just um, revealed their racing suits on Twitter. Um, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I saw that earlier. So it, it's a bit more gradient than I would, I would have think. They switched out some, out the primary and secondary colors, but they added more grad- gradient to it. Yeah, that's true. But um, the lower half basically is quite the same to last year's um, suites, uh, but the top is. It looks um, very similar um, from the sponsor's point, but um, yeah, it's way more darker than I expected to be. Actually, if you no no no, uh, like if you check the last year's uh, the you know the Alpine Stars logo area, like the shoulder, like between the shoulder, it's the darker blue. Like they've just switched out the the main color so i don't know why did uh, why they do this 
maybe it's hard to see it. We're going blue again, but if they're putting in the dark blue somewhere in their livery, livery as well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think the metallic blue is enough, but looking at the racing suits, it could work. It could work. Mm. Yeah, but the, the top section looks pretty similar to, to Red Bull. So I think it will be just the accent things, like the, that blue and red, uh, that we could distinguish them uh, between. Or just they will they will go with with the similar colors as this year, and there will be no problem because I'm almost sure that Red Bull will stick to their original livery. But I'm not exactly sure because they did something uh, with with testing last year. Maybe they will they will do this again. Talking about the Mercedes is doing that. Did, uh, this year, Yo, they're man, using. They, they, are, they are teasing so much. It's yeah, they're teasing. Uh, what several people have have found out, including me as well, that they will use the. Uh, if you search uh, on Mercedes Mercedes EQ Camel, mm -hmm. the 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 tease is just that the cam the Mercedes EQ Camel. So. Either they're doing this as a publicity stunt for the testing, uh, but if we don't see L Arrow livery in 2019, it'll be mad. Like they're going against their uh, core identity. We were go going with the EQ camel, but as far as as I as I'm concerned, I think it's it'll be a publicity testing week. Yeah, it's just all about their identity, the silver arrows, and, and well, all, all things considered, I I think that uh, this year's livery is nice, uh, but they could change this up uh, a bit. It it would make uh, it would be an interesting change if if they totally switch to that camo. Well, I think it's quite unlikely because, yeah, Silverus is pretty established by now, and yeah, maybe it's just like the front part of the front wing, or just a testing thing like Red Bull did in 2015 and last year. But I don't think um, the library will change that much. Same with Red Bull. Um, with Toro Rosso, I'm not sure. Um, I think they could go back a little bit to their 2015 library um, to some oh, degree. No, don't remind me that dark. Uh, I mean, like, it's old. Like, when I see livery, it's just old. The metallic blue is already Toro Rosso. Toro Rosso's new identity, and it's better. Nah, I, I, I just... When I see a Toro Rosso car, um, I just immediately think about the um, 2015 library because it's, for me, it's so iconic with... There's a pinda and Bullet. whatnot. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, talking, like yeah. So talking about a definite unknown would be Racing Point. We Ooh. haven't heard any news from them except the reveal, which is in Wednesday. Uh, what color are they using? 
do they even still have the WT sponsorship? I I don't think so. I, think. I guess they lost it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think we could see, um, yeah, what our Canadian racing colors, I don't know, what our Tommy Hilfiger colors, I don't know. <laughs> what is racing point? I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't know really. It, it, like everyone was so hyped to to see that Maple Force thing, but <laughs> it, it didn't work out. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But well, I I think that there will be Canadian accents in there, maybe even Indians, maybe. I think India is gone, and racing point isn't inherently. It's a UK brand. It's a UK company. So even though Stroll is Canadian, like Lawrence Stroll is Canadian, a Canadian, a little bit red and white could do the trick. But who knows, really? Who knows? They will just put a scaled-up Great Britain flag, and it's it will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't I I you know I think. Um, for India isn't completely gone out there. I feel like Maria still has his fingers somewhere. Um, no, 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 no. Maria is... Yeah, I know he's um, arrested. Is he arrested um, or is he still... No, 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 he's going back to India. The UK is absolutely... Uh, uh, I'm in the, the uh, article somewhere, but Maria is going to India for sure. Yeah, he, he's gone. He's absolutely gone. Mm, yeah, I feel like still um, Fernie's gone. I know he's now at McLaren for Indy. And yeah, but some of his um, close friends um, are still in there. So, I mean, he could take some influence over them, but um, I also feel like um, it's unlikely when he's imprisoned, <laughs> when he's back in India. So I'm not 100% <laughs> sure um, if he's completely out of there. Yeah, yeah. So talking about another surprise, Alfa Romeo Racing. We don't call them Sauber anymore, even though people, even though it, but Alfa Romeo is officially "Quote unquote" back on the sport after being a title sponsor for Sauber, so to see how will they uh, use their uh, white and red again? Because last time it was sort of tacked on. The white is a more primary color than the red, so I would just, I I would want to see the red stands out more this on this year's cars and yeah. your Alfa Romeo. Well. For me, I guess they no. If I can rem remember correctly, Sober told the team, uh, told the team, uh, sold the team to BMW in two thousand and four, two thousand and five, and after BMW um, just went out, they went back to Sober. I guess if Alfa Romeo Racing doesn't deliver, I guess we see Alfa um, pulling out uh, as their main sponsor. Or as their owner, even. But I guess the Soba name won't be gone for long. I, I don't know. If, if they deliver, then it will be. I mean, stay. Yeah, I mean, they. I don't know if they will deliver. Like, 
using uh, like last year using the actual 2018 spec and on of course they're a customer team but sauber is getting good they're getting good results leclerc points they've been qualifying well last year so it's not out of reach to say that alfa romeo might maybe even better in 2019 because leclerc's highest uh qualifying was in russia if i remember fifth uh, maybe seventh or something i forgot but do you really think ferrari um would allow that that alfa romeo outshines them uh, i don't I mean, think they will yeah, yeah. i don't think they will reach their 2012 heights with paris again but yeah i don't think um they will finish like eight or something for me i would put them in sixth because uh, yeah for sure renault is gonna run away with force in 2019 and yeah i still think that racing point will snitch fifth and and yeah then it's completely open yeah except mclaren in last place obviously yeah i think uh talking about the order like reynold and red bull is going to be day because we only saw on the new honda on str and str even though they they were i wouldn't say a, i would say above mclaren but they're still in the back of the grid somewhere like Making tactical uh, power unit changes, they've been taking penalties left and right just to take out, take out the parts to get better results. So, Bradbull and Renault might be shoulder to shoulder. Ferrari might be second. May hold their status quo as first, uh, then Red Bull, Renault in between, maybe versus Alfa Romeo and then McLaren versus Williams mm. with Toro Rosso like around Alfa Romeo or I actually think that Ferrari will win both titles this year and I'm not gonna be that mad guy who says Leclerc is gonna win the title because he's obviously not gonna to um I guess it Vettel will win but um, not by much with Hamilton in second um, Leclerc in third, yeah, I don't know, Red Bull and Renault, I think that Hulk, Rick and Gasly will beat Bottas, and I don't know, for Steppen, he's too stubborn to, um, yeah, really get behind Honda, because they won't be as good as Ferrari or Mercedes, um, yeah, they will still win one or two races, but um, they won't be as successful as with Renault this year because, yeah, I don't know, Helmut Marko also isn't that kind of person who got the patience. I guess he will do Hernando and just um, blame Honda for their results because... Yeah, as, as they did with, with Renault. It was like, yeah. I, I don't know, like Horner is okay-ish, I think, but 
Helmut is absolutely terrible. And just the the, the Red Bull uh, Junior Driver program is utter garbage. And they... Oh, yeah, I agree. No, I wouldn't go that far. Well, it's well, not, not, gar- not, not in this year. Uh, I don't know. I like, I like to think that it's not utter garbage, but when your 2019 junior team lineup is a guy you tossed and a guy who left the program in 2012, you're running out of juniors too quickly. Your actual juniors on a steady pace to get them ready for F2. Take them is in or something like Super Asian I F4, guess. yeah, uh, around that area, Super Formula and Asian F4, and he's not doing for license points. So, ST, uh, like, it's not garbage, but it's flawed. Like, it's flawed. Like, you see now. Yeah. Reusing yeah. your talents before. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Um... I really blame them um, for taking Kvyat back <laughs> because he isn't a bad driver. He's just inconsistent. And yeah, Albon, I don't really think he's good enough for F1 because yeah, he just had a good run um, at the last part of the F2 season. But yeah. he, is he, he really needs, gonna he needs be the that one, good? One one season elsewhere. He's not ready for the F1 yet. Yeah, I. I um, I totally agree with um, Adley when he says um, that their Red Bull program is flawed nowadays because they were so keen to push her stepping through. They just basically made sacrifices left, right, and center, and now it's coming back to bite them in the arse. I mean, they fight yeah, Nikul Kari like... in 2018, and he was, for me, the most promising yeah. young man. Our track, like, it's not as fast as Verstappen, but it's definitely on track. When you compare it to Tiktum, like, the, the, his series, of course, he won Macau, and then now he's doing uh, Super Family or something. When he's stuck there, not getting his super license points, what is a, a junior if if he's not getting that super license point soon? So, I don't know. Yeah, they just made um, a big mistake. So, yeah... I don't know what they were thinking, but um, I can't deny that he they, that they produced some great drivers, Ricardo, Vettel, Verstappen. But now, looking at their Red Bull Young Driver program now, what do they have left? And yeah, I don't know because they have just like eight drivers and one is in Super Formula um, one is a Japanese dude in F3 Chewy Whips yeah one of the more promising also in F3 then take them in Super Formula Neil Verhagen or I don't know what he is a Euro Cup Formula Renault so 
if I look at this, they have a tick term and vips. Our is, I guess, too old. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's already like 24. And that's too old for Formula One nowadays. Because if they, if he gets his super license points, he is going to be like 27. And why don't you stick with someone like Kari, who's like 20 or something? And I don't get it. I think it's a bit too far to see now. Like, it's done, and we'll see how the uh, how the teams will fare in uh, in twenty nineteen. So it'll be it'll be interesting. But other than that, talking about driver pairings, like so many. Like, I mean, it's not that radical of a switch, but when you're talking about the Kimi, the Sauber, and the new, essentially, the 2019 season is the another new generation and era where you get Alonso leaving, Kimi right, you see he's 37, and then essentially the, the what we considered young uh, during the 2007, 2010s are becoming old. So, again, 2019 is a switch to a new era, and I'm excited either way. Yeah, what can I add more? It, it all has been said. And I think that this is the right time to, to, to end this right now. Uh, yeah, I think I think some, like, I just, I just want to see how the new gen will go. I want to see how the new generation will go. Yeah, so this is it going to be so fun to watch. And given that, well, well, you said everything that Raikkonen changed, that uh, Ricardo switched, that Gasly's in in Red Bull, Leclerc went to to Ferrari, uh, Kubica's return, Rat- Russell is now uh, new on the grid, and he's pretty much up there, I think, when it comes to speed. And maybe same with Kubica, but we will see about that. And yeah, I, I think it's 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 good time to end this uh end this episode of podcast here. Because in the next week we can touch uh upon the teams uh right when we will discuss uh, their liveries because we will know how they will look and and, and such. Yeah. So th- this is from us. I'm Adli. Uh, yeah, that's just... Daniel, and that's uh, I'm Daniel and Torben. This is the first pilot episode from from the grandstand, and we'll. I I think that we will see each other next week. Uh, hey, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks for listening.